Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. It's spooky season. It's almost Halloween. Oh, I'm so excited. I have to work a double shift on Halloween. <laughs> well, that's the spookiest thing of all. Working extra. Whole 16 hours. I also have to work late because it's the last day of our fiscal year, which means that we work until we go home, pretty much. Well, yeah, most people work until they go home. Well, we work until <laughs> they tell us to go home. Is that better? Oh, yeah, they, uh, that makes more sense. They work, you work until they kick you out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, it, it, I'm sad. I like Halloween, but I never get to actually do anything for Halloween anymore. No, no Halloween parties this weekend? No. I went to more Halloween parties this season than I have in years. Oh, really? Yeah, three. Oh. I know. What did you dress up as? Uh, the first one, I was uh, Peter B. Parker from Into the Spider-Verse. So the one that gets to wear sweatpants. <laughs> Choice. Say, oh, so you got your nice sweatpants Did you out? bring some pizza, too? Uh, no, there was pizza there, so I made sure to eat the pizza. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. To really get into character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thrown in as part of a group costume. So oh, friends were going, as, they were going as the inside-out like emotions. And I was a late comer to the oh. group. Um, so they're like, well, what can you be? And I'm like, oh, what if I'm the dad? Like, who's just, like, wearing a plaid shirt or, like, has a hockey stick or something and a mustache. And they're like, no, that's not fun. I'm like, it's fun for me. (laughs) (laughs) I I wear a mustache. Yeah, so I ended up being uh, the character Bing Bong, the uh, imaginary friend. I did not see that movie. Really? It's a really good movie. Also, one of the saddest characters in the whole movie. That's what I'm saying. Well, can't spoil it for Joe because he hasn't seen it. Well, I mean, too late. Bing Bong dies. Yeah. (gasps) I mean, he was already pretty much, he was an imaginary friend, so he was forgotten and pretty much dead. And then it's like, oh my God, you're still here. Like the whole plot of Coco. Yeah, I mean, I never saw Coco either, which is also super depressing. Well, I watched uh, Toy Story four, but I haven't watched a Pixar movie in a while. They're good. They're still good. Yeah, surprise, Uh, surprise. I think the Pixar movies are great. uh, I didn't see it, but like I stopped watching around the time that the last dinosaur came out, and everyone said that was terrible. Oh, I I never saw that one. It's the only bad one. Well, and all the Cars movies, but the Cars movies are fine. They're there to sell merch. I didn't like Brave. What? It was bad. I mean, Brave wasn't great, but it wasn't a bad movie. I didn't like Brave. I was mad at Brave when I walked out of Brave. Um, And then yesterday I was uh, the operation guy, (laughs) whose name is Cavity Sam. Which I doesn't that like. That sounds gross. It does. I mean, the man is filled with cavities. It's well, that's the thing. Like he has the body cavities for the things you have to pull out. But like I would have assumed, Cavity Sam was the name of the crocodile from Crocodile Dentist. Because mm, like would have made a little more sense. Yeah, because now you're trying to like pull the teeth or hammer the teeth down. What do you do in that game? No, you pull the teeth. You down. pull them okay, out. Yeah, yeah, you, you pull like that before it bites yeah. you. Yeah, so like that makes sense because those you're removing cavities. Like I get why he's called Cavity Sam, but yeah. So I just wore like. All beige clothes, so I looked like I was nude and had you, little. You know, you could just go and buy a like scrubs from something or uh, not scrubs. Um, that was the other part uh, of the costume. Gown. That's true, but yeah, but he's not wearing a hospital gown. I wanted to be authentic, John. Is he not I... wearing a hospital gown? No, he's nude. You can't be nude. He's a thousand percent he's nude, naked. and he has like Ken doll genitals, where as to say, it's just a bump. Oh, yeah, man. That's how surgery works, Joe. Yeah. Usually, you're, you're not lying naked on the thing. Well, if you have like, to take if you're getting your whole body <laughs> operated on, then yeah, you are. Yeah, because yeah. normally you have just the gown. Yeah, well, but just, like you have you're the like flap a open. blanket with like a square cut out where they're going to do the surgery. Yeah. Okay. But they're going to move the square around to remove the yes. writer's cramp, and then the bread basket, and then the butterflies in the stomach. Yes. The Adam's apple, the wishbone, Charlie horse, water on the knee. I was just about to say water on the knee. A Charlie horse, it's true. Yeah. Wrenched ankle. All the things. Yeah. So that was fun. That was me just wearing jeans and a shirt with <laughs> stuff pinned into them. So again, 
comfort was key this year mm. in terms of just trying to wear as many clothes I already owned <laughs> and still portray a costume. To do this. You're like uh, fucking the guy from um, what? The Office. Jim? Jim. Someone at like one of, all of his All of his Halloween costumes. Punch, Jim. Just Someone like was put, three hole punch Jim. Yeah, you put three hole, like, black circles on him. He's like, they have three hole punch. And then he was Paul or something like that. He's <laughs> like, who are you this way? He just points to his name tag. I'm yeah. Paul. Paul. Yeah. No, comfort. I mean, that's different. That's a work or thing. Or wrote book on his face. What? He wrote he was Facebook on his face. And he's like, I'm Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Smart stuff. Mm-hmm. Highbrow comedy, that office. Yeah. Uh, but we're not watching The Office, which I don't, or going to Halloween parties, or wishing we were going to Halloween parties like Joe is. Mm-hmm. We're playing video games. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, well, uh, first off, I finished up The Surge 2. Okay. Uh, there was something coming out at the end of the week that I was like, I gotta get Surge 2 finished up before then, because I don't want to like table this to the side, especially when I was so close to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, How'd it go? I really enjoyed Surge 2 in the end. Better than Surge 1? Um, comparable yes and no I think the, less than the ending I was a little not thrilled with because it was kind of goofy um, uh, like I mean I guess I can spoil it the game's been out for a little while now I'm sure anyone that was interested has spoiler already spoiler alert it. yes we'll pause uh, so, uh, go ahead for, so spoiler for uh, the Surge 2's ending I, I you already said it was goofy. So I now literally laughed out loud when the ending of the game happened. Wait, you LOL'd? Yes. Wow. I Is that what that stands for? I thought so. I thought it was lots of love. It could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, get this. Uh, when I when I described this ending to you, uh, John, let me ask you what game you think of. Okay. Uh, the game ends with you in a field of flowers, a large field of flowers, fighting... Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode 2, Attack of the Clones, the game. Is that how that ends? Uh, no, it's more in the middle, like when Anakin and Padme go off and like fight in a field of flowers. <laughs> well, they fight. They fight the urge to love real hard because you know the Jedi code and whatever. Mm. But literally, it's the fucking end of Sekiro. <laughs> is it meant to be that way? I do, I like honestly, I was like, I don't know if this is like parody at this point. Well, but then like, they I'm come assuming out they were working on this game concurrently. at the same time. Yeah, like Sekiro didn't come out that long ago. No, Sekiro came out in what May. Yeah. And when did The Surge 2 come out? Like a month ago? Yeah, there's no way they like changed the I think ending. Sekiro came out in April. Oh, April. But still, difference. yeah, I mean, no I'm, no, I'm just trying to think of the actual date. Yeah, 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 I think it was April. Actually. Oh, yeah, September 24th was Surge 2. Uh, and let's look up Sekiro, just so we get it right. April 25th? Uh, March 22nd. March. Wow. Okay. You Ooh. were so wrong, John. It was actually March. Mm. Well, I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> I was done playing it by the time I moved, so. Oh, okay, yeah, good call. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you like, you end up in a field of flowers and it's exactly like the ending of Sekiro and you're fighting the guy there. And for one thing, it's very, very bizarre because the game ends with you climbing like a tower where a guy is fighting a giant monster and then you like go up to where he is and then the screen fades out and then it ends up with you in a field of flowers out of nowhere. So it's like every... Common Rider fight where they're like inside and all just of a sudden like they're fighting in a warehouse. warehouse. Or in a rock quarry. Yeah. So like it ends with you climbing a tower and then all of a sudden you end up in a field of flowers to fight the last guy. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like this just feels like a joke at this point that this happened. Did you like look it up? Is there any explanation? I, like, like, I guess a... the explanation kind of is that the whole point of it is that there's like uh, the guy absorbs these nanoparticles that let him kind of like... Uh, like reshape things like but 
the fact that it, like that doesn't make sense. So it's sense. just like a was reality it a re- shift. Yeah, was it a real field of flowers or was it like the danger room in X Men? I, I guess it's possible. Like a hologram. It it's not explained. It's just you you jump on a wire like a zip line wire. You zip line up to where the guy is to fight him, and then he like says something to you, and then it fades out, and you're in a field of flowers where you fight him. And I just kind of was like, okay, this is bizarre. All right. Oh, just wait for the Surge Three to explain it to you. I, I guess. Or more DLC. Nah. Hmm. Well, yeah, there is DLC coming out. That's did, supposed to get announced this week. Did you DLC ever think you're not smart enough to get it? it oh, I'm definitely not smart enough to get okay. this because I was very confused by it. Okay. Uh, and also, it was kind of disappointing because the last guy was super easy. Which, I mean, these games, you know, these type of games, you mm. know, the, the Dark Souls S like, games are yeah. supposed to be known for their difficulty. And there were a lot of difficult, like, boss fights in that game. Do you think he got stung by a bee in the field of flowers, and he's allergic to bees, and that's what made it easier to kill him? Yeah, it's possible. Okay. Um, it, it was actually so easy that I let myself lose the first time I fought him. You're so nice. Uh, well, <laughs> because uh, there was a thing where, like, if you beat him by breaking all of his armor, like throughout the course of the fight, you unlock a, like a special, stronger weapon at the end of the game. Like, mm. If you just beat him, you get his sword. But if you beat him, you get his sword version two, which is a stronger version of it. And I was fighting him, and I didn't realize it at first. Like I wasn't paying attention at first, so I like whittled down his life too much um, before breaking the armor. So I was like, "Oh, if I try and break his armor, I'm just going to kill him, and I'm going to lose. Or I'm going to win the fight, but I'm not. I'm going to lose the weapon that I wanted." Yeah. So I was like, "All right, well, I'm just going to let him kill me, and then fight him a second time, and this time actually focus on breaking his armor properly." Um, but yeah. The teleporting to the Field of Flowers was very bizarre. Uh, the the last boss fight being super easy was pretty disappointing. It might have been that I just overpowered myself to that point. Um, but, I mean, after playing, like, Sekiro, where fighting that guy was, like, sweaty palm, like, edge of my seat, like, yeah. jumping into the air in excitement after beating him kind of thing, to, yeah. oh, I just easily beat this guy. It was kind of, especially in a thing that, like, had such parallels to them. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of disappointing, um, but like all in all, I really did enjoy the game. I had a lot of fun with it. It's you know, like, it is a Dark Souls game, so I enjoyed it because of that. But it also had like a lot of elements that are things that I enjoy. Like I actually really like grindy games, so like there was a lot of good grinding in the game that I had a lot of fun with. I just kind of liked setting my you know laptop on with something to watch and then just running through the same area over and over again like killing guys mm-hmm. and that, that was just oh, a, to get like all the extra armor and everything yeah to like grind up uh, money and armor pieces and all mm-hmm. that stuff um so like in the end except for the disappointing ending i did enjoy the game uh, i'm looking forward to the dlc that's supposed to get announced this week uh and then after that like i was the whole point of trying to get that finished up what i did was so that i could play call of duty when it came out this week the and most just, modern warfare yeah it's call of duty time um and, and it's, it's not november yet that's true yeah don't they always come out in november yeah it's always like the first weekend of november yeah, yeah. or first tuesday of november yeah i didn't even think of that that's well this is a modern warfare so they wanted to change it up a bit yeah. as opposed to the modernist yes the most modern yeah. cubic the warfare ones. yeah so it came out this week so it could be modern impressionist warfare yeah mm-hmm. if it came out in november it wouldn't be modern this week so mm-hmm. it'd be futuristic to this week so we're modern now what'd you think joe um i don't know uh Yes and no, good and bad, I would say. I was like, I didn't ask a yes or no question, but go on. Uh, <laughs> light and black, yeah. light and dark, yeah. you know, dichotomies, stuff. Retro and futuristic. Yeah. I mean, the game is always two, sometimes three parts of these games, you know. So in this one, it's really 
the multiplayer, obviously, and then the single player campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, Wait, is there a multiplayer campaign? Or are you uh, saying the multiplayer and single player campaign? The multiplayer and the single player campaign. Gotcha. But apparently, I was reading on things that said that you could do the the campaign co op, but I we couldn't figure it out. Yeah, we couldn't figure that out. So I don't know if that was true or not. Wait, Maybe you guys saying you're not only. smart enough to get it? No, <laughs> lots of other people were like, you can play some of the stuff split screen, but not all of it. Oh, okay. Um, Ironically, there's a co-op mode that you can't play script, uh, split, split screen. screen. Mm-hmm. You can't even play the spec op stuff split screen, which is like one of the biggest parts of the other Modern Warfare games. Like, I went over to a friend's house and we played that like weeks on end just trying to get all but of how many years ago was that? All the, the that? three gold star What's ranks. That? How many years ago was that, though? Like, I mean, this is Modern Warfare when 3. When Modern, so Modern yeah. Warfare 3 came out. But, like, my point is that couch co-op is so far gone in terms of a thing people think about. But yeah. why would they do it only on one and not on all three modes? Well, because you can, you can do split-screen multiplayer. Me and John were playing split-screen multiplayer for several hours last night. Yeah. Online Four multiplayer? Hours. Online, Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they've had that because you're not playing necessarily, like, I'm saying couch co-op. That's still multiplayer but that would be the easiest thing to do it's not an online it, thing you know, it would seem like doing i'm not the, saying the it's single difficult player spec ops mode would be easier to program than online multiplayer split screen. it's just not a but the no one no one really plays that as much as they would play multi like it's more realistic to me that they would put in a way for more people to play multiplayer than they would more people to play single player Know, in this day and age. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, like, think about what other games have couch co-op. Yeah. But they always get lauded when they do. Like, it's a good thing. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But I'm not surprised in the slightest that they didn't put the time into that. Give me more ways to play this with friends rather than less. Um, but I guess, I mean, people are complaining about it. They also complained about the fact that the minimap wasn't there and that got added back very quickly. So Yeah, and I saw that uh, they said that it would be coming in a patch. It, originally, they said... Day uh, one day patch. Day one patch, but it's been several days since day one, and it still yeah. hasn't been patched in, so maybe it's, been it's like coming. like two. Yeah. Um, but, so, uh, when it comes to the single player, the single player is very good, as in it looks very good. Uh, the story is pretty interesting. Um, How similar slash dissimilar is it to modern call of duty modern warfare it's a whole new story okay yeah it's completely similar unique. characters though because like soap's in it and soap's not in it oh no Who's the uh, price is in it price, price. is in it yeah, yeah. i, I like said I, the same thing i knew it was one of those guys yeah uh well, price is in it um i'm kind of confused as to whether or not like this is uh, a reboot yeah is it supposed to be a reboot reboot because the story is completely different has nothing to do with the other stuff it does have price in it so i don't know if this is just like another adventure that went on that price i mean i'm assuming price did more than just those missions from the game so this nope. maybe just be another mission that got price out of did. basic training just did those one thing and retired that was mm. it yeah that basic training pretty old <laughs> I, hey you know what you can start at any age i don't think you can i mean he was around around the world war ii ones was he yeah he was in uh modern warfare 2 or uh call of duty 2 Oh, yeah, but wasn't he? That was I think it's like grandfather. I think if you look, it says it's his grandfather. Yeah. It's like it's like, but it's the exact it's just same like guy. The respawns, well, I mean, or not respawns, but like different uh, iterations of like every generation has a link, mm-mm. or enter- oh, every yeah. universe have, has. There's a link. always a Captain Price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always a Captain Price. <laughs> uh, the the and it's it's a good story. It's interesting. I like. I am engaged in it. Um, I would just say that as of right now, um, and may, I'm only probably like halfway through the game so more stuff might happen there hasn't been like a oh shit moment 
which mm. these games are kind of known for. Yeah, you haven't murdered an entire airport or... Yeah, there, there hasn't been, like, a no Russian. There hasn't been a nuke go off. There hasn't been, like, an EMP detonated over the eastern seaboard that causes all the helicopters to fall out of the sky while you're running down the street. You probably even haven't fought in space yet, either. They haven't fought in space or Fuck anything that like game. that. I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> We're not bringing that up again. Uh... So there hasn't really been, like, a, a, a huge defining moment of it. It's just been, like, feeling like a kind of, I guess, a Standard. Movie, like a standard action movie yeah. kind of thing. Okay. It, doesn't, it hasn't had, like, that Call of Duty moment in, in the game, which they, it could be coming later on. Well, mm-hmm. in, I guess Infinity Ward moment, because, like, even the Black Ops games didn't really have that, but it was more of the Infinity Ward, like the Modern Warfare versions of those did. Yeah, I mean, other ones, like, tried to at least capitalize on that, and yeah. they didn't do it as well, but, yeah, Infinity Ward, their Modern Warfare games were known for having these, like, huge set-piece moments, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which one has not come, and I don't know if it's a thing where they're like, well, let's try and, like, tone it down and make it realistic or yeah. not, um, but I'm just kind of, like, playing it going, like, all right, this just feels like I, I feel like I'm playing Zero Dark Thirty, like, I feel like I'm playing uh, the... Uh, Black Hawk Down. Yeah, or... like, Black Hawk Down, or um, what's that... Jack Ryan TV show. Jack. Jack Ryan. Jack. <laughs> Jack Ryan TV show? Yeah. John Krasinski TV show? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. It just feels kind of like that. Um, so I, I'm like a little disappointed, but it doesn't take away from it still being a like an engaging story. Yeah. It's just I'm waiting for that moment yeah. where I kind of like step back and go like, holy shit. Well, because you're basing it on precedent of yeah. other games, not... Yeah. Like, but in its own right, just on its own merit, it is it's still an, ing- yeah. an engaging and interesting story. Yeah, but the yeah. multiplayer was enjoyable. But yeah, the multiplayer uh, is really good. I like the multiplayer a lot. What modes have you guys played? Uh, everything, pretty much. Yeah, we kind of tried to go through everything. Um, so there's ground war, which is like 24 and 24, yeah, which is standard. pretty much just battlefield. Oh, okay. Um, you can drive ATVs and tanks and stuff like that. I had more fun on that on my own. Um, I think it was just because... You're the only one that played that. Well, yeah, because I had played it during the beta, and I really liked it during the beta. Um, But I think just now that there's more people playing, they know the maps better, we were not doing very well. Um, And then there's like a... uh, Like, capture the zone one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, headquarters... Um, was that the one that like we you had to capture for two minutes and then once you capture it if you die it's permadeath so you don't respawn and then the other people have to take it away from you so they have to pretty much clear out the the base before they can take it back but that one we fucking crushed we it was three to nothing like we we got the first three and then instantly won um, we played obviously team deathmatch um, and then the um, three zone one I forget what the most called. Oh Where yeah, like three bases. Yeah, three like bases. Hold, and you have to hold, hold all three bases. At yeah, it's the same like King time. of the Hill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we played the duos thing, but the duos thing we just got fucking hosed. Cause you guys play the the duos one split screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you guys were a team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But we, we like also the controller was being weird, so we we're just like, never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there a battle royale currently, <laughs> or is no, that no. coming later, if at all? No, okay. that, that's probably going to be like the Treyarch staple from this point on. Gotcha. Where they're going to try. If Better Rail is still popular at that point. I mean, whenever the next is slowing game down. Comes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I really enjoy the multiplayer. Um, it is simple is mm. why I like it. Like, you know, up until this point, it, it started getting way too overcomplicated with the amount of stuff that they've been putting into the multiplayer. Yeah. There's no wall running, jet packs, like mechs and all that kind of thing. Like, I kind of just like the, the low-key yeah, simple. Yeah, run and <laughs> You know, it's just... 
just a regular multiplayer match. This is like, oh yeah, I remember when games were like this. And yeah. They weren't filled with a ton oh. of extra shit. Do you guys remember 2006? <laughs> God, it's so long ago. So long ago. But uh, yeah, I like uh, I like how it's it is like toned down, easily accessible. Like they added enough new things to like you know keep it interesting and fresh without having to feel too antiquated like mm-hmm. i like how it does have the like the, the cover system where you can peek around the corners oh, yeah. i make use of that a lot while playing the game mm-hmm. uh the the slide like run and slide move where you can get into cover uh all that stuff is a nice little addition without having the game feel bloated and like overcomplicated. Mm-hmm. uh the um like the leveling system and the way you upgrade your guns is uh, exactly the way I like it. Yeah, same here. Where it's just, you, if you use a gun, you level up the gun and you unlock new attachments for the gun. So it's just it, like it was in Modern Warfare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As opposed to Black Ops, which is you play, you get coins, which means you can just buy the best gun oh, the yeah, more no. you play. Yeah, because you, granted, if you play on a team, even if you suck, you're still going to win eventually because of the odds of being on a team with yeah. good people. Yeah, so this one you have to be good at a gun to get I do like better, better guns. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is the way I like cuz I just like to like focus on a gun, play with it until I unlock everything and I'm like, "All right, like I've done with this gun. Let's try another one." Yeah, yeah. It gives you a reason to like focus and train and get used to guns, get better with them. Mm-hmm. Um and um, I'm just playing it going like, "Yep, yeah, this feels exactly how I wanted it to feel." So like the multiplayer is just perfect. And I'm like, all right, th- this is good. This is this is the Call of Duty I've been like looking forward to for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very happy with the multiplayer in it. Nice. Uh, Want to finish up the single player, see if there is like a, a really crazy part later on. Um, but uh, all in all, it it's it's definitely a really good game. It's what you wanted. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty much exactly what I wanted at this point. Good, which I was, is good. I was at a Redbox yesterday and they had it, and I was like, damn, I really want to get it, but like I just had too much going on this weekend to be able to like devote any yeah, time give it a to week. trying it out yeah. after halloween you'll probably find yeah like well this week coming up i don't have nearly as much stuff so mm-hmm. i might try to see if i can get a couple days out of it this week nice but good good to hear joe mm-hmm. i'm excited i'm glad that it was is a good game yeah yeah john what'd you play this week uh, besides played, call of duty with me <laughs> yeah, i played like four hours of call of duty with joe yesterday yeah. oh um, tell us about that what'd you think well how's the multiplayer that's great <laughs> Uh, uh, so I downloaded, um, Blair Witch a while ago, but I never got a chance to play it. Okay. And Part of Games Pass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been ill, so, like, yesterday I was home, just kind of huddled up, and I decided to play Dude, that. you were fucking dying yesterday. Dude, I don't know what. I was fine until I went over to your house, and then I was just dying. That makes sense. Oh. No, I think it's the fact that, I, like, I left my cocoon, and, like... We're exposed to the world. Yeah. Now. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better, but not great. To be fair, he was here sick in this house last week. So that's true, and I I didn't feel stellar this week either. I, I blame you. you. I blame Joe. I warned you. You did. So and I didn't listen. I downloaded the Blair Witch, and it's a lot like the movie. Uh, there's a lot of walking in the woods. Cool. Yeah, um, that's all I've done so far. Walk in the woods. Walk in the woods. Have you experienced any Blair Witch phenomena? No. So there's nothing scary happening. So I've, at I played all. the game for about two hours, and the first thing it starts off is like you've got to go find this kid that disappeared in the woods. Mm-hmm. You walk out there, and you get there, like, late, and there's, like, a whole bunch of cars around that are, like, there's other people that have gone into the woods that are trying to find the kid. And I guess you are an ex-cop that gets taken off the force for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. Um, Racism. But, Stealing um, kids. Mm. But uh, you're, like, arguing with your wife, girlfriend, l- lady, partner on the phone uh, before you get there. 
Um, and then like your dog, you have a dog with you and your dog, uh, is just constantly barking. And I'm like mm, trying to like animal go cruelty. I'm just trying to go around and like look at stuff and it's just barking. And I'm like, shut up. So I strip muted the TV. Cause I was just like trying to go around and find what the things I was looking for. Yeah. And well, the dog was trying to tell you where the dog was. was trying to tell me the very first thing to look at, but I was just looking at other stuff first. So finally I get the thing that look, I'm like, okay, dog, fine. I'll look at this thing. So yeah, it was like a flashlight or something. It was minimal. Um, and then you go, you're walking through the woods, and it just kind of like, it's an open forest. So you can go wherever you want. Um, so I'm just walking around, and I have no clue what I'm doing. I have no clue where I'm going. So I'm just kind of trouncing through the woods, and every once in a while, you can tell the dog to go off and find stuff. And the dog just finds trash. like, And, of course, every time you pick up the trash, you'll be like, oh, stupid people can't pick up their litter. Oh, so it's teaching you to like protect the environment while also wandering around looking for yep. a Blair Witch. Yep. Uh, and then eventually you find the kid's cap, like, tucked in a cave somewhere. God, kids um, can't even keep track of their own shit. And Disgusting. it said, like, don't let the dog go far away or, like, you'll start freaking out. So, like, you don't – I don't know why, like, my character is losing my shit because my dog's gone. But, like, my heart starts pounding and, like, the controller's shaking and everything like that. And, like, I, like, fall to my knees and I start crawling around. And eventually the dog comes back and it's like, okay, make sure not to let the dog go too far away. Man, that man really loves his dog. Yeah. I know. And, and so – Nothing creepy has happened except for that, maybe. And then all of a sudden you come across a, a tent, um, and there's a camera there. And I was like, okay, this is where the Blair Witch camera comes in handy. And you can watch the, the red tapes that are in the camera, and they'll adjust stuff that happens in real life. So, like, Ooh, on the... It's pretty spooky. On the camera, like, you can scrub forward or scrub backward, and it's like, a, there's it's the kid. He's playing with a, a toy car. And, like... I'm, like, scrubbing forward and scrubbing backward. Nothing's happening. And I'm, like, turning around, and there's a car on the ground that only shows up when you scrub over the car in the in the, the, the camera. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go and pick it up. So just rewind the tape until the kid is safe. Yeah. Well, it was only, like, <laughs> Game a, over. It was only like a 10-minute segment. Uh-oh. Um, so I picked that up, and I was like, okay, it's kind of creepy, I guess. And it's dark outside. And for some reason, I fell asleep and had a flashback of me being abusive to my girlfriend, wife, lady friend. Um mm. Domestic view, abuse. That's yeah, it is. The force. And then he gets kicked off the forest and gets given to the dog, and the dog's named Bullet. Um, and then I'm walking through the woods, and like the like, I don't know if you've seen Blair Witch, the like the tree people things yeah, that yeah. Are made of the twigs. Yeah, they're kind of all over the place. So you find one, and like, are they collectibles? Like, I, they are. I think. Um, but I don't know. Like it said, like I got a, I got a, I got an achievement when I picked up the first one. I like, crushed it, and there's a pic- there's a picture in the inside. It said like found your first victim's picture. So I'm guessing mm. this is like whenever the the witch herself takes them, mm-hmm. they she takes a Polaroid and puts it in with it. I don't know. As witches do. Yeah. Um. So I found like three of those, and still nothing creepy happens. It just kind of gets like creepy sounding when you're around them, but it's just like an audible audible cue that one of them is around you. Mm. Um. And I was just like bored. I had played it for two and a half hours, and I was just like, nothing's happened. So I gave up on that. <laughs> Um, maybe I'll go back and play it again. I'm going to look up and see how far I got in the game. Like, cause there's like chapters. 75%. Yeah. And if I've gotten like mostly done with it, I'm just going to be like, fine, fuck it. I'll finish it. I mean, that's how the, the movie was. The movie's like 90% people just walking in the woods, nothing happening. <laughs> but true. There's a lot of heavy breathing and like snot running out of their nose. Well, and then like the, the like <laughs> smacking on the tent happens pretty early. Like there are like creepy stuff that happens in the movie. Also, the movie's only like 86 minutes long. Like. I've already played this game longer than I've watched the Blair Witch movie. Mm. Um, so then I also downloaded um, Outer Worlds because um, someone said it was great. It was Tyler. Tyler said it was great. Tyler friend said it was great. Friend of the Gamescast. Um, 
So I was like, all right, well, whatever. It's on the Games Pass thing. I've got nothing better to do. So I downloaded it, and uh, it's uh, it's a game. That doesn't sound like you enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't. So... What was uh? Yeah, let's get Tyler's quote here. <laughs> let's, just get Tyler's, com- let's get Tyler's comparison opinion sake. here. Uh, okay, so this is the uh, text that Tyler sent us. Uh, if y'all recording the games cast today, please pass along to our audience, uh, to your audience, not his audience. He doesn't get an audience. Well, he does on the main event, and he's been on this show before. Uh, true. Uh, <laughs> please pass audience. along to your audience that the Outer Worlds is out fucking standing. <clears throat> all one word. Uh, yeah, all in one word, and better Fallout game than the last two actual Fallout games. Uh, it's so damn good, the controls are great, the slow-mo that replaced Vats makes you feel like a badass, the writing is phenomenal, uh, it's just a genuinely solid game in all ways, absolutely deserves the 9s and 9.5s that it's getting. And I didn't even know it was getting 9s and 9.5s. I've seen, good, I've seen like, you know, high 8s, 9s, I've, I've seen that from different outlets, uh, but John, you disagree. So, have you played Fallout New Vegas? No, I have not. Joe, have you played Fallout New Vegas? Yes. Did you play Bioshock 1? Yes. You played Outer Worlds. Oh, cool. And guess I mean, what? Those are, I liked Fallout New Vegas. Those games came out 12 Bioshock. years ago. Oh. <laughs> you know what else? Did you play Crackdown 2? Yes. You played Crackdown 3? Yes. So, you played the same game? Yes. And those got bad reviews? Yeah. So, why is this getting good reviews? I don't know. Well, I mean, let's not compare Crackdowns to, to this. These are completely different things from Crackdown. But the the main complaint from Crackdown 3 was it wasn't different enough. It didn't do anything. It's just Crackdown 2. This is pretty much just Fallout New Vegas with a dash of Bioshock and colored like No Man's Sky. Oh, so that like, sounds fun. I, I guess uh, it's just – it's also boring. Like I, I I played it for probably three or four hours, and I'm just like, I, I don't care. Um, the like story is that you're – are into like hibo- hibernating sleep for 10 years so you can be shuttled across the galaxy to land on like a utopia planet that is the first planet owned by corporations by the way it is lurid with fucking political commentary which is probably another reason i don't like it very much it's very bioshockian then yeah uh, yeah but like even more so like yeah. that's one of the things i noticed when i was like looking at the stuff coming out i was like this just feels like somebody being like business bad yeah I mean, um, but business is bad. Business is bad. Yeah. Um, I don't need it, like, shoved in my face constantly while trying to enjoy something. Right. That's my biggest complaint about a lot of things is, like, I use uh, entertainment as an escape from realism, so I don't want uh, too much realism in my escapes because then it just turns into shit. Um, yeah, but you watch anime, which is the most realistic thing I've ever seen. Dude, just because I fight demons on the way home from school doesn't <laughs> mean that... That's what I'm saying. Um, so, you're... Uh, you're like create a character, which you can spend a decent amount of time like changing yourself, but it's a first person game. You'll never see yourself. There are no mirrors in the outer world. Uh, the only time you ever see yourself is when you uh, are on the um like equipment screen. Mm. You, you can't switch to a third person perspective. No, no. You can um, do that in some of the Bioshock or Fallout's. Yeah, but also there's only two types of armor. There's just body armor and face armor. So like you can't even put on extra gloves or shoes or boots or you know whatever chest plates. Um. So you're hurtling through space, and then all of a sudden you're somehow knocked off course, and you've been floating in space for 70 years, and this dude who's apparently uh, wanted wanted by the law finds you, and you were the only one that he could take out of the like you know cryo chamber or whatever to make you survive, and he's gonna shoot you off into space so that you can save the rest of the like 69 people there or however many are are there. Um, then you land on this planet. 
and you have to shoot some marauders for no reason and like you have to go off and the first town you go into is a town that like makes fish and like is a fish cannery and all people talk about is like fish they're doing their job and they have to do their job or they'll get killed um and like one of the main quests that you start is um you find a dude who's a grave digger and people have to pay rent for their graves because they're property of the government uh, I mean, you do know you have to buy grave plots, right? Well, rent them. And then, like, so you rent them, and then... You, like, by the week? Yes. <laughs> uh, so you have to sign papers, and then marauders have been stealing people's graves, and the government is mad because they're stealing the government's property. So they're losing rent because the marauders are taking the bodies out of the graves. I mean, true. Um. So, like, that's the very first thing is you got to do is you got to go and collect people's rent for their impending death. And at one point, like, the lady was like, uh, she was like, oh, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm not paying this for myself. I'm paying it for someone else. And so you talk to her and you ask her why. And she's saying, like, oh, uh, I was, like, the next of kin or something like that. And they're like, oh, so who are you related to? And she's like, oh, I'm not related to him. I was near him when he died. Like, I was the was next, next of kin. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so now what are they going to do if you don't pay? Like, are you going to arrest a corpse? And she's like, no, we all have to follow the rules. And if we don't follow the rules, the government's going to come crack us. And I'm just like, fucking shut up. You think um, cremation would be popular? You would. But then that could they, be, would, that could be they even pay more you for the fire. You don't know. They yeah. pay you by, like, they charge you by the flame or something. Yeah. How many BTUs did it take to mm. break that body down? Um, Ash maintenance. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, like, even the comment, like, I don't know if I've just gotten used to games that are more realistic, but, like, I'm shooting enemies and nothing's happening to them. They're just bullet sponges. And then eventually they'll kill over and die. I'm like, okay, I don't know any context of how close. Call of Duty. How, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, any context of how much damage I'm doing. Like, I'll shoot you a million times and you're not going to flinch. Numbers fly off of them. So, like, it's very Borderlands-esque in that aspect. But I don't know if that's a lot compared to what you have. Um, and then the slowdown mechanic that they... Um, instead of using fats, they say that like since you got pulled out of cryosleep before you were supposed to wake, or you were in it for so long, and then you got pulled out forcibly, like it's still in your blood that lets you slow down time, and it's supposed to be a negative thing. I don't know. I would want that if I uh, not if it's affecting your blood though. But it doesn't do anything. It's just like oh, you only have a certain amount of time you can use it. Okay, like why? Why does it? Why does, does it make you feel like a badass? No, it doesn't. I've used it a bunch of times, and I don't under, like, I I understand it slows down time, but they're like, oh, you can kind of choose body parts, and I was like, okay, but that's I mean, that's just, out. That's what Vats is like, but it doesn't disable the body parts until like you put enough like level progression into it. So in the beginning, it doesn't do anything. Hmm. Um, and then like, I mean, it's just it's as Fallout as Fallout can be. It's just Fallout. Re- Reskinned with No Man's Sky. I mean, I guess that would be something that somebody would wanted, but I can imagine definitely wanting something different, not just to have like a co- cookie cutter version of something. And it looks like butt. I was about to ask what the, what are the graphics? Because the thing that I always noticed every time I saw stuff, I was like, this looks like an Xbox 360. It does. PS3 game. This yeah. doesn't look like a, a tail end PS4 like current gen game. That's why I keep comparing it to like Crackdown Three. It looks. It is the Crackdown 3 of the Fallout universe. Like, it's just a reskinned version of Fallout New Vegas. Without, like, any extra effort really being put into it? No. I mean, like, I am I understand that, like, like Tyler loves this because he loves Fallout and, like, this is something he wants. But, like, the main complaint about Crackdown 3 was it didn't 
change anything. So, like, this doesn't change anything at all. I mean, um, at least this one's not trying to be Crackdown. Like, if it was called, like, you know, Smash Up instead of Crackdown. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. It was just a reskin different thing that's like, oh, it's it takes place on Mars this time. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, I I was not hyped for this game at all going into this. Uh, every time I saw something for it, I was like, I don't know this game. I don't know why people are excited for it. I mean, I wasn't and either. I have two conflicting different opinions on it now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Skip did say he was downloading. Who's the liar? It. Yeah, we need a, we need a third person. I don't think you're lying speech. when you have an opinion. It's just which one do you? One align of them with? is lying. One of them is lying. And now saying that you can't be lying, I wonder who the liar could be. Uh, Said the liar. Take that mask off. <laughs> It's called Old Man McGillicuddy. Damn it. He runs the Haunted Amusement Park. So it's, I mean, if you want Fallout New Vegas, then sure, I can recommend it on that. But it's just. How much did you like Fallout New Vegas? A decent amount, but that was 12 years ago. Like, we've come a long way since then. So, like, what would it, what would it, all right, so let's try to frame it in a different way. Like, what would you want it to do that it doesn't do because it's still too samey? Not just be the same game. Well, yeah, but like, what would like what would make it like what What do you think it needs to make it not the same game? So I was thinking about this. I liked Borderlands, and this is similar to Borderlands, but you can't play this multiplayer. It's a single player experience only. Hmm. There's way too much dialogue. Like Out I understand seventy six. I yeah. understand like it's that's what soon. like the Fallout games are kind of good for. Yeah, but like it's this exposition is it's it's just that. to the max. Uh, it doesn't have any direction. So like. You other than a waypoint on the map, you can go and talk to people for hours, which I did, um, but it doesn't really do much of anything. Um, it also throws all of the items that you need instantly, so there's no like I don't feel like there's any need for progression. Um, there's no uh, like enemies affected, like you know you're, they're not getting shaken when they're shot or anything like that i was shooting a dude in the head a million times and he just kind of jiggled but kept walking towards me as i'm shooting him in the head um and like tone down the political stuff like that's another thing like bioshock did it but it did it to a point where like it was satiric not just like hitting you in the face with literature or you know whatever um but there's even like to the fact that like there's even um vending machines in this game that are like Bioshock, where like it sings to you in their old timey tunes as you go up and get your you know elixirs or whatever. So it's just it's it's every other game you've played before. I mean, if that's what you're going for, sweet. It's just it's not not my thing. Yeah, I do hate it when I like I play a game and you can obviously obviously see all of the like influences in it like very blatantly. Yeah. You're just like playing, going like, oh yeah, like I know exactly what you're trying to be right here. I mm-hmm. know exactly what you're trying to be right here. Oh, I remember doing these puzzles in Bioshock. I remember doing these puzzles and, uh, you know, the Resident Evil kind of thing. And you just kind of see the piecemeal taking of everything. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, you know, in in I don't know if it was Fallout or Bioshock or what you had to like pick locks. Mm-hmm. I know, like the Elder Scroll games, you actually had to like knock up the the tumblers. This this one when you pick locks you just have to have to uh, you have to have enough lock picks. You just walk up and you hold X to open it. And oh, like, you don't to do like a mini you, there's game no mini game or anything like that. There's also no like repercussions to stealing anything, which like the Fallout games had a lot of them. You just can't be seen when you're taking stuff. But like in the Fallout games, like when you stole stuff, at least you had like an aura that like you were stealing something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was, was knew you were a thief. 
Yeah, there was like more repercussions, but like I'm just walking into people's houses, closing the door, and then just stealing all their shit and walking away. No one cares. I'm just well, like, you didn't get caught. That? I mean, you can do that now. If you walk in and steal everyone's stuff and no one sees you, then yeah, you get away with it. Um, so I don't know, and like the it's mine now. The, uh, stealing my yeah, but I saw you steal my stuff. No, you didn't. It did. I'm looking at it right now. Just picking up action figures. No, you didn't. He's stealing it. I'm seeing it. John, do you see this? I don't see anything. Wow. Okay. Um, You're coming home with me, Eddie Brock. Don't pet him like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird and creepy. Uh, in the Fallout games, you have to like add in uh, like experience points to like lying and and being deceiving or like cunning. So like, there's you know dialogue options that'll let you do it. And like, it seems like I'm just. Any time I do it, it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, you pass. So like, I could lie blatantly to somebody. It's just like, yeah, it's okay. Hmm. I'm just like, okay, we're we're there's a number next to it. I don't know what it corresponds to. I don't know what your number wasn't high enough. I like it was it, too high. It'll yeah. it'll show in like at one point it said like it was like super red because it was like electronics, you know, negative four hundred ninety or something like that. And I was like, okay, clearly I can't do that because it's I don't have four hundred ninety of anything right now. Um, but it seems like I would, like, I don't know, it's just too easy. And I spent a lot of time talking and not enough time doing anything else. I had two battles. That's just about it. Hmm. And I played it for three and a half, four hours. So it's, it's not my thing. I mean, I'm glad that people are enjoying it, but also like, it's just everything you've played before. And, and, and it looks like that too. Like, it looks like something from... 2012 or so hmm. but eh, if, you, if you want that great there you go i don't <laughs> fair what about you adam what'd you do this week <sighs> I'm, I'm really struggling right now guys i don't like i don't have anything to play and i really like i keep trying to find new stuff and everything just like holds my attention for like 10 minutes and then i'm just like yeah i'm not really feeling well, it's because you have a real life i'm no well i no, i'm just biding time for star wars like uh... like star wars comes out and a couple of weeks and that's really the only thing like i'm looking forward to it's the only thing i really want to like sink time into so like i was like looking at the p i hadn't turned on the ps4 in a while like i was looking at the cross media bar what i could install um i've been wanting to go back and finish arkham knight so i installed that but that took some time so like in the meantime i was just like clicking on games and playing them for 10 minutes and being like hmm, i don't know like i turned on fire pro to be like oh you like i'm you know i've been watching a lot of wrestling lately like it's a very wrestling heavy time and mm-hmm. Uh, let me go ahead and like fire this back up and like go back in and like get used to the game again. And like, I was like, okay, it's fine. Like, but I'm not, I'm not really in the mood to play this. Like I was looking at what else. I, oh, I was like, oh, I kind of want to play like a shooter. Let me get the, because I was waiting for, you know, call of call duty. Me. So I'm like, oh, let me play a shooter. So I booted up like apex legends, but I hadn't played that in so long that I need to download the newest seasons and updates and everything. And yeah, probably like eight updates behind on that. Yeah. So it took forever to do that. And then when I finally tried to play it, like the next day I played like one round of it, the map's completely different. So I was absolutely lost and was just like, Oh no. Okay. I'm not really feeling that. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll play battlefront. Cause I'm like getting ready for that. And that was several updates behind too. And, I ended up, uh, I had installed MLB The Show 19 when it was free this month on PlayStation Plus. So I booted that up and that actually held my attention a little bit longer because like the World Series started this week. So I'm feeling very baseball-y. So I yeah. feel like that was the right thing to ultimately settle on. Yep. And uh, they have these things in MLB The Show where it's these like relive moments. So it'd be like these classic moments of like 
Remember that time that they hit like three hits in a row where this guy hit a walk-off home run with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth of this like famous game? Right. So you try to recreate those moments. I do remember that. Yeah. I mean, you would. You're the biggest sports guy I know. Yeah. Um, so I, I did a bunch of those because they were just based – they're very quick um, challenges, which like challenges can hold my attention a lot easier for some reason because I'm just like, no, all right, one more. Okay, like one more. Okay, I'm going to try one more time. Let me just do it one more time. All right, I'll restart. Hold on, hold on. Let me just do it one more time. And so like, I did that till like 2 a.m. the other day. But no, I've just been playing the uh, like the relive moments where it's like, okay, you have one batter. Hit a home run. And so if you don't hit the home run, then you just restart and go over and over yeah. and over again. Um, so it's that like need to beat it that was holding my attention a little bit more. Like Some of them were pretty tough. There was ones where it was like, okay, you have to – uh like you have one batter and you have to or like you have three batters and you have to get three hits so i would like get one hit and then like i'd line out and so then i restart and there were a couple times where like the game dicked me over to where there was no way i couldn't win like there was one time where i had three batters to get three hits and i got hit with the first guy and then i got a hit with the second guy and then the third guy gets up and the first pitch hits me and i'm like oh, now I fail because that's it. Like those are the three batters. I didn't get three hits. Yeah. Now I have to restart because the pitcher hit me with the ball. Computer's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can you do that? Because there's not like a duck out of the way button. Yeah. It's just the character either moves or it doesn't. Right. So like the first pitch just hit me and I'm like, you motherfucker, are you kidding me? <laughs> rush I, the mound. I There's no rush the mound button. This isn't nah. MLB hits 2002. Damn Come on, it. Joe. Um, so like there's little things like that where I'm like, hmm. That's stupid. Yeah. There was one where it was like, don't give up a hit. So I like, I pitched it and the, like I'm the pitcher, obviously it's the only character I'm controlling. And the, the batter hits the ball to the first baseman, but he's off the bag a little bit. So I'm trying to run to first to cover and he's not running because like the computer thought like it's a fielding play. You just stand here. Right. So like the, the first baseman gets it and he goes to like pitch it, to nobody and he like throws it to me on the mound i'm like thanks you wouldn't let me run thanks game like i had this this was the last out this is what i needed to complete this and you fucked me i mean that's the way sports are you gotta you gotta depend on other people to do their job properly no but i was the one not doing my job properly because the game wouldn't let me cover first oh so like that's not the first baseman's fault it's my fault for not covering the bag but the game wouldn't wouldn't let let me me cover the bag so that was kind of a pain in the ass but I'm having fun with that. I do like the little challenges and thing. Eventually, I'll probably go and try the road to the show for this year and play some like full-fledged games. But I just wanted little snippets of things because ultimately, I am just biding my time until Star Wars in a couple of weeks because there's nothing else really coming out that I'm looking forward to this fall. It's a very sparse fall for me. That Jedi game came out on the Switch recently, and I think it was on sale too. Yeah, the like with uh, Jedi Outcast Two, whatever, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. old Jedi game, Academy Jedi, Jedi Academy, Academy, Academy yeah. yeah, other one. I think it's Jedi Outcast Two, Jedi Academy, or something. Whatever, that's Which on is Switch. Jedi so. Outcast is Jedi Dark Forces Two. <laughs> it's just a long lineage of games from back in the day. PC games. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not really looking to play one of those older Star Wars games to like to tie me over, mm-hmm. just because they always like controlled a little wonky and. I don't know. I just want the fresh new experience of the new, like the new Star Wars canon game. Like yeah. I'm sure I'll get the Switch one eventually, but it wasn't, it wasn't a thing I thought about being like I need this now. Right. Also because I feel like it'll probably be on sale at Star Wars time, like when 
Fallen Order comes out, Switch will be like, we don't have Fallen Order, so play this. Here it is. It's on sale. I think it's on sale now. Yeah, well, I'll have to check to see if it's... Uh... Yeah, because I think it came out in 20 bucks and it's at 15 right now. Mm, that's not bad. But again, it's not something I'm like, I can wait on that, and I'm sure it'll, I can get it for 10 later or something yeah. like that. It's not imperative that I play it now. Um, but that's all for what we've been playing this week, so we'll jump right into the mm-hmm. lightning round. Not lightning round, which just uh, is a whole bunch of news of companies who just don't want to put their games out anytime soon. <laughs> uh, we will start with uh, the most surprising delay uh, that we got this week, and that's only because we got the release date like three weeks ago. Uh, the Last of Us 2 has been delayed. Uh, it's now coming out in May, so it's no longer the end of February as it was before, correct? Uh, I'm not sure. February or March. It was one of those like early 2020 and now it's yeah, I think it was late February. spring yeah. 2020, the end of May. What do you guys think about this? It's not a good look for to announce a release date and then three weeks later I'd be like, yeah, we fucked up. I kind of want to know like what really happened. Yeah, something yeah. that they had to announce it yeah. three weeks after already announcing a hard date. Yeah, that means like something went wrong. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but something definitely went wrong. I don't mind about, I've always said that I don't mind when games get delayed because it just means that they're making the product better. Yeah, um, Which but is like it's just a weird timing for this one. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing is like I have a feeling this is something else. Then at that point, because you don't really do a pull a move like that so quickly after announcing like this is our official release date. And I have a feeling it's not more like oh we have like we need time to polish this a little bit more. I mean, it's you could have like, found oh it. fuck we like fuck something up. We somewhere. forgot <laughs> to put multiplayer in it. No, you could have. <laughs> no, they've said no multiplayer from the get go. No, that's why they delayed it so they can add it. Yeah, now. so maybe they're tacking it on. No, but they've said we're not doing that. No, so they're I... doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. They probably just found a bug and was like, oh, it's going to take, we're going to have to really work this back to like fix, and that might take more time. Like we have to do like a top down relook at everything. But I don't know. It's just kind of sucks. And it affects the rest of their, like, of the PS4 life cycle. Because like now what happens to Ghost of Tsushima? That was probably going to come out around that time if I had to guess. Well, they announced that that is being pushed back also. Well, no, they didn't announce that it's pushed back because it's not... Well, like, like, It doesn't have a release date to be pushed back from. Uh, yeah, they, well, they said that it's going to come out later than in- initially expected. Well, yeah, because it was probably going to come out in May. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't know if there's a direct correlation between those two, um, but it definitely seems like they're like, oh, fuck, like, now we've screwed up our timeline of game releases, so now another game has to suffer because they fucked up that one. Unless it's one of those things where they're like, maybe Ghost of Tsushima is ready now, and maybe that will come out in February. Because again, we don't know when that game is coming. So the pushback definitely affects all of the rest of the PlayStation 4's current plans. Well, that'd be crazy if it resulted in a push forward for Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, it's happened before. Games have gotten pushed up before because they're like, yeah, we're actually done. Yeah, usually by like a week or two. True. Um but yeah, like you just want to avoid big rushes, so like maybe they're just gonna come out at a different time. Because mm. like PlayStation Five still coming in the, you know, the fall. Yeah. As they've said, very recently. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but Last of Us Two is not the only game that was delayed. Lightning round. Ubisoft delayed a bunch of games this week. Joe, what did they delay? Uh, they uh, delayed the upcoming uh, Watchdog Legions, Go- uh, Gods and Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantines were all pushed back to the next following fiscal year. Um, and uh, it was, uh, I think their stock dropped like 20% when this was announced. Well, yeah, because it's the only games on their slate <laughs> yeah. all got So moved. basically all of their games, uh, they were like, oh yeah, we're going to have to push everything back, which is a hell of a fucking call to have to make. 
Yeah, and it was on like their investor call too. So it wasn't like they put out a thing to like news sites saying we're delaying these games. It was like they told investors like, yeah, sorry, we're moving fucking everything off the lineup. Because like they don't have another Assassin's Creed that's announced yet. They have these three games and obviously, you know, Just Dances and whatever else they're going to put out. But yeah, it's a big move. They were supposed to be originally released within the first fiscal year, uh, the first of the fiscal year. uh, And that would have been up through um, March. So that means everything has been pushed back at least until April. Like all of these games were supposed to be out before March. Now they're all going to be coming out after April at this point. Uh, exactly how long, I mean, that could just be like, it was supposed to be the last week of March and now it's the first week of April. It might be, you know, different than that, but it's a huge hit to their economic, you know, yeah. because this is the fiscal quarter. This is the entire, these three games are supposed to make them money before the end of that fiscal quarter. Yeah. And now they're all going to be coming out later, um, which is pretty crazy. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know why. It seems like a hell of a push to have to make. It could be a business decision, though. Yeah, maybe. They could have been having a good enough year with... Isn't uh, Apex Legends? Isn't that Ubisoft now? No. It's Um, EA. I mean, they could have been having a good enough year where they don't need to... No, they have not been having a good year. Breakpoint was terrible. Uh, Division Division 2 hasn't done well. was a massive uh, failure also. Hmm. Yeah, this might be like a a cut and dry kind of thing where they're like, look, this fiscal year is already fucked. So like, let's hope for a better fiscal year for the next one. Yeah, so we'll push everything back. Cause like yeah. we can't recover this one. Maybe that's what it was, but yeah, they have not been having a good year up until this point. Bummer. Yeah. I mean, so what, which one was gods and monsters again? Uh, gods and monsters was the one that's, um, breath of the wild. Similar. It, it's that, but like, um, uh, Egyptian or not Egyptian like um, yeah, Greek yeah. mythology stuff yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. fighting griffins and stuff so it basically looked like uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey but with more mythological aspects to it mm-hmm. like all the monsters and stuff uh, but uh, yeah uh, and then we never ended up hearing about that um, boat game that was uh, Skull and Bones oh yeah it's that been a while like, since they've talked like, about dis- that disappeared Maybe that one didn't get pushed and that one's coming to replace it. They're like, listen, Skull and Bones is going to be so good. We don't even need other games around it. We're just going to have this one forever. All the boats. The Skulls and the Bones. Uh, you looking it up? Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's any been like any news about it. Not the Skull and Bones Society. No, I mean, you're never going to know about that. Don't Google, don't Google that on my Wi-Fi. Then they're going to come for us, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh no no new news about it anytime recently hmm. yeah i think the only time they really talk about it is at e3 so yeah like it's being brought up in a lot of articles about this but it's more like whatever happened to that game kind of thing so yeah i don't think they've made like an official announcement for it for a while hmm. there you go well we'll see if they ever do or hmm. if it just doesn't come out like all these other games, which may, you know, come out eventually. We'll see. Although apparently Ubisoft is working on an animated show based on Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Hmm. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's a Netflix Must thing. not have been around for that one. Mm. Well, stop going on vacation every other week. Nope. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, lightning round from one to Montreal company to another one that's just starting. Uh, Google this week announced their first ever uh, studio that they've created. Do you have more info on that? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a Stadia first-party studio. So they're going to be specifically making games for the Google Stadia um, 
system platform platform program platform i think uh yeah uh so uh it's gonna be called uh stadia games and entertainment creative is that what it is no i'm saying no he's saying the name is creative (laughs) it did seem like that would fit at the end like stadia games creative let's just throw whatever garbage words we can make it more boring uh and it's gonna be uh headed up by jade raymond yes yes uh, so, um, I mean, she certainly has the bona fides to, you know, the what bona fides. What? What? That's a word. Is it? Yeah. I've never heard it. Means, like the today, this week on Joe makes up words. <laughs> bona fides is a word. Uh, cool. it means like credentials and stuff. Mm. Why didn't you just say credentials? Because I'm smart and I use big words. Yeah. Words the... that you idiots don't know. That's true. Uh, but she's going to be uh, the the head, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I mean, let's see what we get out of this. I mean, is, do you think they could actually make like anything super worthwhile to make Stadia like? They could put but put it over the top. They could, but I'm pretty sure they also said this week that like any big AAA game still two three years out. Yeah, I know that's a thing. It's weird that they announced the studio on the verge of Stadia coming out. You would have yeah. thought they would have had something ready for stadio launch at this point they would yeah. have like secretly started a studio two years back so they could have a game ready it's kind of weird that they're going to announce this at this point it seems like the stadia thing is more of a like a long-term goal yes. for them like we were talking about last week about how them talking about how they were going to have their zero latency lag like predictive yep. thing but they're like yeah we're going to have this for google stadia but it won't be ready for two years yeah. it's like okay but Hopefully, Stadia is still around at that point. Like you're, you're, you're putting all this stuff in a long term focus. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's good for getting people to want to buy in to say, like, don't worry, we have a long term plan for this. This isn't a thing that is just like half baked, and we're going to shut it down in six months. So, if you want to buy these games, if you want to buy this controller, if you want to like buy in, we are committed for several years for this. Yeah, but uh, two years is a long time for their, them to lose their you know, early adoptive base at that point. So true. I guess, I mean, they have to hope that they keep getting those like big, you know, third party games that get people sticking around. And I think once you unroll, like you roll out the, you can play it on your MacBook and you can play it on your phone and all these other things. I think that's when you get that sustainability of people being like, Oh yeah, I, I can never go anywhere without my copy of cyberpunk. And that's amazing. Cause now I can play it in the break room at work and that's what I want stadia for. Mm-hmm. And so like, if you get people to buy into that aspect of it, I think you can hook them for those two years mm-hmm. until you can come out with your big dynamite exclusive. I also don't think it's necessarily imperative that they had a big triple a exclusive right out of the gate because no one's going to buy into stadia for this new IP that you've never heard of just because it's from Jade Raymond, like in this new studio, you buy in because you can get, you know, Red Dead or Cyber, like not Red Dead, but like Cyberpunk, you can get Assassin's Creed, you can get like the AAA games that you know you want to play because you've played them elsewhere, Hmm. more so than like the new IP. So, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, it remains to be seen. It's not going to be a a quick... I mean, I like Jade Raymond's work before, so I, I have, you know... I'm confident that she'll be able to make something good. Yeah. Uh, we'll just, you know, we'll see what it is yeah. in the coming years. 
uh, lightning round. Uh, this one was surprising to me because a new retail store opened in the most likely of places that so likely, in fact, I can't believe it wasn't a thing. John, why don't you tell us about that? Uh, there's a Nintendo store opening in Tokyo. There wasn't already a Nintendo store in yeah. Tokyo? There actually isn't a Nintendo store anywhere else except for New York City. That is fucking surprising. It blows my mind. Yeah. I, I would have thought that Japan would have like eight Nintendo stores at this point That's what I'm all saying. over like, the country. You told me the other day, like you came in, John, you're like, do you see they're opening a Nintendo store in Tokyo? I'm like, so? <laughs> like <laughs> Another how, one? How is that different than the other Nintendo store in Tokyo or Kyoto or Osaka or yeah. wherever, the other 15 places in Japan that have Nintendo stores? Like, how is that different? You're like, no, 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 no. That's, that's it. That's yeah, the one. There's the only one. Yeah. New York is the only one, which is why, I mean, it makes sense they show all that stuff that, like, happens at the New York, or at the New York uh, Nintendo store. I just figured that was, like, Cause I we paid... see the, the stuff that happens at the New York one. And because then, we're there. Because we're yeah. in America. Yeah. But, like, in Tokyo, they're seeing, or in Japan, they're seeing, like, what's happening at the Tokyo Nintendo yeah. store. I just assume because I follow Nintendo of America on Twitter and right. not Nintendo of Japan. Right. That I was seeing those specific things and like never thought about it because I, I didn't think like oh I wonder what's going on at the like the Japanese Nintendo store today for the launch of Pokemon because like I didn't care yeah like, well so, I guess this got announced a while ago um, they're building a, a new Parco which is a, a department store in Shibuya and it was going to be one of the stores that's in there um, but now they have a soft launch of it. Uh, you can go on Twitter and they're going to pick 250 people to go visit it on November 21st and the 22nd. And if you're chosen, you can go. I don't know when it officially opens. Um, I'm hoping, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's probably going to be open by the time we're there. Yeah. Um, so we'll check it out. Um, but there's going to be a bunch of like limited or not limited, but like exclusive merch that's Nintendo Store Tokyo merch, and they've shown off the whole line of stuff. Yeah, that was a big thing is them showing off what the like exclusive stuff that you're going to be able to get at the launch. What uh, what are some of the standouts from that that you guys are excited about? Hopefully, picking up. Uh, everything kind of all has the same design to it. It's basically just a lineup of like all their famous characters, kind of like walking in a line, it, almost like uh, like Abbey, Abbey Road. Road. Uh, so yeah, it's just like it's just a long line of like, yeah it's just like mario link the, the splatoon kids and all of them lining up but um it's that like on a whole bunch of different uh merch that you can get okay but then they have like the nintendo logo and then tokyo underneath it so like that that kind of stuff you can only get there so there's like nintendo tokyo shirts and nintendo tokyo i want there's like a nintendo tokyo um like thermos it's just very plain and simplistic, and that's like kind of the aesthetic that I like. Yeah. Um, but it's just something to be like, yeah, I was there. Like, there, there's only two stores now, and I have stuff from both of them. Yeah, that's right. I have been to Japan. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the yeah. person I am. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like this. No, not now. That's the person you will be when you have the water. Oh, okay. To be like, yes, look, yes, I, look, I was there. <laughs> I was in Japan. Uh, I like they have a, a pillow, like, but one of those like big long pillows. I'm, I'm afraid of where like this is the, going. Like the, the body pillows, the uh-huh. pillows. Yeah. But it's just all the characters like walking oh, okay. across on a pillow. It's okay. not it's not uh, naked Mario oh, okay. spread out on the pillow. Yeah. Well, he's it's clothed like... on one side, and yeah. then he's less clothed on the other side. That's the right. yeah. cool side of the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they have like pencil cases and uh, like bags and yeah. keychains and like your typical, your typical like posters, stickers. Yeah. Um, but then this is the stuff that they've announced now. Like, I can guarantee they're going to have Christmas stuff when we're there. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's going to be stuff that's exclusive. Um, 
and like uh, you know limited for that time. Too. Yeah, like nin- like Nintendo Tokyo ornaments or you know yeah something. Like, I mean, like I got Joe. Uh, it wasn't at the Nintendo store because there obviously wasn't one, but they had. Um, Still a, can't believe that a Mario <laughs> um, crossover with the Pokemon store. So like I got like Joe a, a DS case that had like. Uh, Pikachu's with Mario hats and stuff on them, and that kind of stuff was like limited to that time. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they'll have Christmas stuff when it's there. Yeah, they'll have different like event items. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Pokemon will have come out at that time, so I'm sure there'll be something Pokemon related yeah. at the Nintendo store of Tokyo. I'm curious to see like what kind of um, like exhibit stuff they have. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've never been to the New York store, they don't have them anymore, which sucks because I just went recently. Uh, they used to have like a whole bunch of like Game Boys and like. They had the systems through the ages. Yeah, they had the they Desert also had Storm that, Game Boy playing Tetris. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's gone. They don't have it there anymore. Sad. Um, so it'll be cool to see that kind of stuff. But also this is going to be um, more of like the, the Nintendo store in New York where like they broadcast events from there. They have big events there. So yeah. like when games are going to happen or like game launches are going to happen, they're going to have like stuff at the Tokyo store. Yeah. And obviously those will happen before they launch in America because time zones. Yeah. Um, so that'll be cool to see like those new like first look events and uh, you know a lot of those games obviously are made in japan so mm-hmm. they'll have like it's a lot be a lot easier to have the creators there and like so it'll be a much cooler experience i think which is interesting too because it's in a department store so like uh department stores are like malls here where like there's just lots of stores in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in and so like this isn't going to be a like closed door experience like it is in new york where like you, you physically walk into the nintendo store in new york and it's two floors like this is going to be a store in a mall essentially yeah so i don't know how big Do they have two floor stores in the malls in japan no because malls are like multi-tiered anyway things just don't go wide they go up so like yeah but i mean like there are stores in malls in america that are two levels yeah like and jc penny and stuff like that yeah the department stores right but the, like this is like every store is it's... it is weird that like when we when we we've all been to the New York yes. one because we yeah. don't live that far away from it. It's not no, a very not. difficult trip for us to go to the Nintendo store. So yeah. that's why we were so surprised to find out that that's the only one yeah. kind of thing. Like I also assumed that, like there was a Nintendo store London and like a Nintendo store Sydney. You know, I figured like every yeah. country had a Nintendo store and like its main hub kind of thing. Yeah. Well, so for us, like we, when we think of the Nintendo store, the one that we've been to, it's like a standalone building that's just there. Like, it's the Nintendo store, right? It's, it's like it's Apple not. Store. It's not like <laughs> yeah, we go it to looks the mall. like an Apple store. It's got the big glass. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's not like you know. So it's it is does seem weird to me to, to think of it because now I'm picturing like the Disney store at the mall. You know, yeah, is the Nintendo, and store. that's pretty much what it's gonna be. Yeah. So it's like oh, like I, I'm thinking of like this big separate thing that I'm so used to seeing that I just thought everybody had one of them. You know, near them at some point. Nope, it's your American privilege, Sherry Joe. It is. Well, that'll be fun. I look forward to hearing more from your guys' trip when you go, yeah. and definitely check out that store. Mm-hmm. Uh, lightning round. You guys are leaving the country to go to Japan in a couple of weeks, but people are leaving game studios in droves. Um, and this one happened uh, very recently and happened at a company that also just had someone leave from it. Joe, why don't you tell us which company this was? Which one are you talking 343 about? 343 Studios. The person that left that also had a person that left 343 Studios. Oh, okay. Because like you said, there's a lot of these going on. So I know. I'm not sure people are jumping ship left and right. Yeah. It's almost like no one wants to work on games anymore. Like Skull and Bones. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, the uh, uh, creative director of uh, at three four three studios that was working on Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. uh, Tim Longo, he left in August. Mm-hmm. I think we we talked d- about we it talked about happened. that. Yep. 
Uh, and he was replaced by Mary Olson, uh, not Mary Kate Olson, nope. not Ashley Olson, but nope. just Mary Olson. Uh, she was uh, promoted to the lead producer uh, to work on the game. Uh, and she has also left after two months, uh, quietly as well. And she just changed her LinkedIn profile to say, like, no longer working at the 343 Studios. Can't wait for Halo Infinite. This does not bode well. Like, I don't know what kind of hype there was about the next Halo game, just because it seems like there's been diminishing returns. Really not much, been. because they haven't shown anything. But it's also the launch game for Scarlet. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is supposed to be your tentpole, like, day one must-get game, and you've now lost two top brass? like In two months. In two months. Who both left, and they have not given the reasons why they left. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this kind of... You know, came out uh, when after she left, it was kind of first reported on Reddit, and somebody basically was just like, "What is going on at Three Four Three Studios?" Mm. And one of the employees uh, went on to the, the the thread about it to, to talk about it, and basically he was like, "Oh yeah, they just you know she, she left for reasons, and Longo left for reasons. We, we can't say what those reasons are, but everything's fine. Everything's fine." Yeah, and it's that like image of. Uh, Oz, huh? don't peek at the man behind the curtain. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of the one of, from um, Police Academy, or not Police Police Squad, with uh, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen going like, yeah. move along, nothing go here, while the building is exploding behind him. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, their community manager, John Junsenisget. Well, it's a good thing that you can't pronounce anything. Uh, very yeah, it's Polish not just man. Japanese. <laughs> yeah, it's not just Japanese. Yep. Uh, he he tried to assure everybody that uh, nothing bad was going on, everything was fine, it's and uh, everybody possible. basically just went like, mm, "Yeah, this doesn't seem fine to me." Yeah, listen, like it could be fine. It honestly could be. These could just be people who you know had family reasons that they wanted mm-hmm. to leave for, or they got really great opportunities they couldn't pass up. Like it could legitimately be fine, but you can't tell us to not like smell smoke when we smell smoke. Yeah, and if when it's family smoke, reasons, just say fine. it's family reasons. Yeah, but like you don't want to put up like if they don't want to say why they left, which is their prerogative to do, if it's not related to the the game or the company, then like you're not going to go out and be like, no, they left for family reasons, because then they're going to be like, wait, what family reasons? Tell us, is everything okay? Are you doing okay? Best wishes, and maybe they just want to be like left. So like I, I can understand if it was that why no one else would say it, yeah. but. When two people back to back both leave, whether it was related to the game or not, it doesn't look good. No. And that's concerning for the a tentpole franchise of yeah. the next console generation. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Scarlet could kick off the console generation because we don't know. We know they're both uh, PS5 and Scarlet are coming out in the same holiday season 2020, but we don't know which one is coming first. So if Xbox goes first and has a less than stellar halo infinite as its 10 pole launch game like that's gonna really that's gonna kill it right out of the gate oh yeah especially if it goes second too like if it goes second and playstation 5 has a good launch lineup or a good launch you know month or week or whatever it is then you're doomed Mm -hmm. and you're playing catch up again for the second generation in a row so third um well no because 360 came out first then came out of the gate strong so did it yeah yeah, and 360 yeah. What was winning 360 until was beating the end. PS3 until like the end of the life cycle. Uh, okay. And then yeah, the PS3 last year. Recovering in the end. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, that's it's rough. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough until we start to see more from Halo. In yeah, there. that's that. I was gonna say like they need to show us stuff from the game so we can stop worrying about people and start being more concerned with the game itself. 
Yeah, well, but if the people are leaving because the game is bad, then what are they going to show that's good? Well, like, I mean, they can make up shit and show us. Like, true. Lie to us. Ubisoft lie to does face. it all the time. Every E3 presentation is not real, but like, yeah, just lie to us and try and you know comb our heads and let us let us know it's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not confident. No, I am not confident right now. And I get—I mean, I guess that could be good. Like, aim low and avoid disappointment. Like, mm-hmm. let, let's lower everyone's expectations. We'll have a bunch of people from the top quit, and then everyone will be like, "Halo's in trouble." And then they play, and they go, "Actually, it wasn't in trouble. It's pretty good. I really like this game." Maybe that's their tactic, mm-hmm. or maybe the game's in trouble. But I'm just wondering where could the the conflict be coming from if the person in charge of the game is like. I don't think that the game is bad and they're just like, I don't want my name attached to this. I'm out of here. I feel like this seems like it's a corporate kind of thing where like, are they getting the push from Microsoft to like change things or update things or like, where's, where's the resistance coming from? It can't just be, Ooh, game's bad. I'm out of here. Well, it might be like she came in and she was like, uh, like I'll help trying to fix this. And they're like, "Eh, it's, it's not fixable. She's like, all right, I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. She could have like came in thinking I can turn the ship around and then went, nope, this shit is, this ship is sinking. Yeah, that's true. Um, which is, I mean, ultimately it would be too bad. Like, I don't want there to be a bad Halo game. I want, I mean, there there, there's already been a I know, but I want, it, like, but I want, if, I'm not rooting for Infinite to not be good. Like, I want it to be a good yeah. game. So, like, that's sad if that's the case. Um, and I don't want to get too down on it now, given the fact that, like, we don't actually know what's going on, but it's just the optics of it are, or even what it is. Yeah, true. It's a Halo game. Is that not enough for you, John? No. Really? Because I did you hear? Wait, did you hear me say that it's a Halo game though? You said the same thing about ODST. It's a Halo game. It wasn't good. People love ODST. ODST was good. Yeah, people like love it. it. I liked ODST. Uh, but it's a Halo game. Is that not enough, Joe? Is that enough for you? It's oh, a Halo no. game. <laughs> not after the last two. <laughs> mm. Halo sure? Wars was also a Halo. Am I game? saying it wrong? It's Halo, right? Like that should yeah it's a it's the system seller yeah 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 you I mean buy Xboxes to play Halo yeah I mean they're still looking for the Halo killer right yeah 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 we've been searching for that Halo killer for a long time and yeah it's not yeah come uh, I think it's called Fortnite no I mean that's a different thing now we're looking for the Fortnite killer yeah which will probably be a real serial killer at some point. Uh, lightning round well 343 is not the only xbox affiliated uh place that people are leaving we also had uh the former vp at xbox leave very recently though he's found himself a new job the one with probably a few different complications than his old job uh yeah out of the frying pan into the fire uh for mike Ybarra, who uh, a couple weeks ago announced that he was leaving as vice president of uh, xbox Uh, he now announced that he is going to be working at blizzard uh, which is just great timing for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've had nothing but smooth sailing. Everybody loves them. They have no problems whatsoever, right? Uh, yeah, nothing going on to, to, to sully the Blizzard brand as of this moment. Uh, he will be now the executive vice president. So I don't know what the difference between a vice president and an executive vice president is of a company. Uh, but he'll be the executive vice president at Blizzard. Uh, his kind of first big uh, appearance uh, will be at... BlizzCon, I think he officially starts at BlizzCon, uh, which is going to be a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> so good luck to him. I can imagine basically him just being like, all right, guys, like I got my new plan in life all set up. Like hopefully nothing goes great. And then he turns on the news and goes, ah, shit. No wonder my paycheck was so large. 
Yeah. So, I turned off Twitter notifications for everything for the last couple of weeks. Is did something happen? Yeah, yeah, imagine that. Someone like, wanna fill me in? He, I was on vacation in the mountains. Yeah, I was gonna say, imagine he like left Microsoft and said, I'm gonna take a month off to like go, you know Clear my head. Yeah, yeah, you know, get get ready, enjoy life with the family before my big life changed, and then he came back and just went like, Why is everything on fire? Yeah. This is supposed to be blizzard and everything's on fire. It's supposed yeah. to be cold here. I'm confused. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, everyone loves a good challenge. Yeah. I uh, I just feel bad for the guy. <laughs> like, he I didn't mean, plan on all of this. No, but he Like could... I said, he's probably getting paid very well, though. Yeah, but he oh, can... I'm sure, yeah. You don't leave the, like, VP of Microsoft to go VP somewhere else without it being a huge, like... Yeah. Step up in terms of money-wise, I'm yeah. assuming. Unless he saw the writing on the wall about Halo Infinite and was like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Let's like, join just... this other company that's doing very well. I mean, at the time, they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, this is going to be a thing. They'll navigate these waters. Like, eventually, the, something will change, and pe- either people will get over it, yeah, or they'll change. more the... mad at something else. Yeah. And, I mean, they've already, like, leaked Diablo 4, essentially, coming at BlizzCon, so... Mobile I'm... game? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm just kidding. Nobody jump off a cliff. That was a joke. Uh, so, I mean, there certainly will be a lot of people that are going to be like, all right, fuck, I'm going to play Diablo 4, so you're going to get my money kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, eh, I mean, I kind of feel bad for the guy, but... Well, no, because he could leave at any time if he wanted to. He could just be like, you know what, I'm not taking this job. Two months later, I'm out. Yeah, not Uh, even. Like, he could just be like, oh, you know, I I know we agreed to this, but I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to withdraw my name from consideration. Like, I'm going to have to quit. No, but I, he already left his other job. Yeah, but... I, I mean, guess he could find a job somewhere else. Yeah. And then know? if he wanted to die on the hill of, like, I didn't want to go work for them because of X, Y, or Z, they'd be like, you know what? We appreciate that stand that you took against, you know, things that may or may not have happened. I mean, who's to say? We're not taking sides here. Mm. Um, and then he could just get a job somewhere else. Mm. Or he could just walk out and say, just fuck the Chinese government and be, be a hero to everyone. That's true. Did you see that little kid at the NBA game who tricked the cameraman into showing a free Hong Kong t-shirt? I did see that. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Good for that kid. That was fun. Um, I mean, honestly, I hear there's a job opening at 343 for the head of Halo Infinite. So <laughs> if he wanted to leave Blizzard, he could go work on Halo Infinite. I don't think he's a game designer. No. Well, neither, neither are those people I mean, he anymore. could have started as a game designer. That's his true. Way up. I don't That's know his uh, career path. Yeah. You don't know. Have you looked at his LinkedIn profile? Uh, it currently says looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a job with no ties to the Chinese government. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Um, okay, lightning round. It's uh, time to talk about everybody's favorite game that's coming out very, very soon, and that's Death Stranding. You guys ready? Death Stranding news? Yeah, it's our weekly shit on Death Stranding session. That's that right. Uh, welcome to I Wish I Was Dead, rather than talking about Death Stranding. Uh, we got our first look at a new character in Death Stranding. Uh, this one seems like it's going to be a pretty important piece of the puzzle. Uh, this is the person who ultimately will be doling out the otter costumes uh, within Death Stranding that help you swim like an otter through the water. For Which is something you totally expected to have happened in this game. Absolutely. I mean, if I expect anything out of uh, Baby Courier the game, it's otter costumes and swimming. Uh, but and the newest, weaponized urine. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, weaponized urine, Mountain Dew, up the wazoo, Red Bulls, monsters, whatever you need. Uh, monster, yeah. Monster, yep. Uh, we got our first look at the new character who's doling out the otter costumes, and it's none other than everyone's favorite uh, video game character, Conan O'Brien. Who, for some reason, is in Death Stranding. 
I this game really just does feel like Kojima was like, I want to just hang out with people, so I'm gonna make a game to hang out with all of these. Or people. it's like, hey, let's get more press about this game. Who can we invite over? Uh, we'll invite anybody, and then we'll put them in the game. It does seem like I, I did see other people came after the announcement of Kono Brian in this game. Like other people came out and said they were approached by um, Kojima to be yeah. in the game, but like due to some you know different uh, realizing the game's not real. <laughs> Like, I, I know uh, Cliffy B said that uh, Kojima asked him if he wanted to be scanned to be put in the game, but he was too busy. And No, he wasn't. God. Getting his hair cut. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Washing his hair. He's not making games. Yeah, Vacuuming. Nice try. Yeah, nice yeah, try. Doing Cliffy. anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Conan O'Brien uh, is going to be in the game. Uh, he is a hologram that gives you uh, the honor costume, like you said, and you get to see Conan O'Brien wearing a tight spandex black bodysuit yeah. with a cute little otter helmet on his head and that's something i did not want to see no yeah i saw the clip like they played the clip on uh on his show this week where he went to kojima productions back when and like he must have known about this for a while because he said that he visited kojima productions when he was over there filming his like conan without borders in tokyo which was months ago if not it was like, years it was ago like two years ago yeah which, like, granted, we've known about Death Stranding for three years now, right? So, yeah. it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility. But that just means he's been sitting on the announcement of being in Death Stranding for two years, potentially. Um, which I just think is weird. So, he's like, either not excited at all, or is well, very sure, good at keeping secrets. Yeah, I'm sure there was a NDA that he had to sign yeah. about it where he could never mention anything. Yeah, I'm sure, you know. But you know what? I don't think I can trust his clueless gamer review on this game now that he has such a stake in it. That's true. I mean, to be fair, his clueless gamer review is going to be pretty clueless, considering it's not a game. So, like, I think we're all, I think everyone's everyone reviewing this game is going to be a pretty clueless gamer when it comes to reviewing. It's a stranding like, experience. I've never played anything like this before. I have no way to judge it because none of this feels like a game. So, I don't know. I guess we uh, forgot to also mention what the otter suit does. Uh, you did say that it lets you swim down, uh, swim faster in the rivers. Yeah. Uh, but you swim feet like an first. otter on your back, feet yeah. first, while smacking your belly while going to go faster. Was that not implied when I said that you swim like an otter? I mean, that's that's what I thought when I heard otter suit. So. I don't think otters actually swim like that, though. Well, no, they just he's just riding the current, mm. not necessarily swimming. I don't know. The whole thing's just so fucking dumb. <laughs> now, Adam, you have a, a shelf uh, dedicated to Conan O'Brien figures I do. on your uh, series of bookshelves in your recording office. I do. Here. I just, uh, what? Seven Conan O'Brien pops. Uh, will you be getting the in- inevitable Conan O'Brien otter pop? If there is a Conan O'Brien hologram, like Death oh, Stranding like the, pop, the clear... maybe. Maybe I will. Just to like commemorate his first ever video game appearance, I think it would fit perfectly on the shelf. In the room that we record our video games podcast. I think that would work. But I don't know. Like, I'm not getting this game to play as, or to interact with Conan. It's not a game. It's not a game. Sorry, I'm not getting this stranding experience. There you go. Um, to, you know, that's not hyping me up for it. I just think the whole thing's weird. The whole thing's just weird. I don't know. This is dumb. I just want the game to come out. Like, at this point, I, I don't even want to. <laughs> you wanna, just want to stop hearing about it. I just want to I either want to stop hearing about it or, I, like... I want people to either be like, okay, it didn't make any sense to us before, but now that we've played it, it you have to play it. Like, it's just, it can't be explained. It's just pure fun. It's pure enjoyment. Like, 
I don't know how else to tell you, like, just play the game. Or it's like, I don't even know what the fuck we were thinking. There's nothing here. Like, wh- uh, why did we wax on about this for three years or however long since that first E3? Like, just because Kojima, like, how did we get this so wrong? It's garbage. Like, I need, I need to know. I need to know. It's got to be one or the other. There's no way it's just like, it's fine. It's a decent, fun game. There's no way it's that. It's either got to be like a... The greatest thing ever made or not the even worst the, thing ever made. Not even the greatest thing ever made. Just like this unexplainable, you have to play it for yourself to to truly understand it. Or it's garbage. This was the Emperor's new clothes the whole time. We're, we're so stupid. We were the fake news media here. Like I, It's got to be one or the other. And I just need to know what it is. Just somebody will, tell me what it is. Maybe we'll have to stream us playing it and reacting to it in live time. No, because it's going to be what? What? <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? Monster. Huh? That baby? What? What's that Why baby is the baby doing? talking to me through the microphone on the mic on the controller? What the fuck is this? Also, know. Norman Reedus is naked in a bunch of this stuff, so I don't think it's going to be streamable. I mean, it'll be streamable. It'll just, you know, dongs. I mean, is it going to be completely hanging dong, or are we just going to see butt? I don't know. I Just in the snippets of news I've seen, they said that there were multiple nude scenes of Norman Reedus. I thought they said you never see full frontal. I didn't. I, I honestly didn't read that far, because okay. I just saw that and was like, that's nice, and then moved along. And you know, pre-ordered like Snake, the game. Snake and Ryan were naked in the Metal Gear games. Yeah. So, but, like, it was just them running around with their hands cupping, you know, yeah. their front Yeah, their katanas. Parts. Yeah. Uh, so... Like, they have had nudity in, in for the main characters in the past yeah. on those ones. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm sure it'll still be streamable. I don't think I don't think there are rules on, like, Twitch against the game characters being nude. I think you can't be nude. Because in uh, Detroit, wasn't there, like, a nude scene at one point? Not that I remember. Maybe one it wasn't of those, part of like, the ending I got. Walking simulator things, there was, like, a, a nude scene. And I remember watching someone streaming that and just being like, oh, shit. And then, like, them getting uh, penalized for it. Huh. Weird. I feel like if it's it a big... It was in Red Dead. Yeah. It was but... like a woman, she was in a shower, and then she, like, turned towards the mirror, and you could, like, interact oh, with her. uh... Heavy Rain had that. Yeah, maybe it was Heavy Rain. Yeah, there's, like, a shower scene in Heavy Rain. Hmm. That seems like a weird thing to be like, yeah, any game is streamable, like, that's, like, this major AAA game is, like, totally streamable, except that part. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. Seems like a weird like line in the sand to draw. It's uh, fucking the PlayStation when we were playing um, Call of Duty. It kept having that thing pop up that said like streaming disabled for this part of the game. Well, it's because your personal information was on screen. Well, yeah, and like oh. menus and stuff doesn't have that. Oh, oh. Yeah, so. it's because it was when I was logging in. They were asking my credentials for the Activision account or whatever. Mm. Yeah, they do that from time to time in various games. So. I mean, which was weird because I wasn't streaming. No, it, it tells you that. It, yeah, regardless. it tells you anyway. Just yeah. in case, like you were, because they don't know if you're streaming or not. Mm. You could be streaming, not using their oh, that's true, internal. Yeah. You could be using a capture card or something yeah. like that, as mm-hmm. opposed to the internal thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but yeah, Death Stranding looks weird and dumb, and I can't wait for this all to be over. <laughs> like, and if it's the greatest game ever, sure, I'll try it. When does that but, come out again? Oh, like November come, something? Can't come soon enough. I think it's like the middle of November. They they went gold a while ago, right? Yeah, uh, like yeah, a couple like weeks two, ago. two or three weeks ago. Yeah, it's gonna be your favorite game. November eighth. Oh, so it's like two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks away. Yeah. Great. Cool. Are you gonna Are you gonna buy it, Joe? No. You buy everything. No, I'm not buying that. Joe bought a game this week that didn't even he, he can't even play. I do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I mean, Death Stranding's a game you can't play either. Well, Actually, experience. You know, you know what I bought and then uh, but ended up not keeping 
What? I bought the um, the Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, the Switch. Did you did you play it at all? No, I didn't end up keeping it. Oh, I wasn't I, sure if you like took it out of the box, tried it, and then put it back in the box. No, I didn't even open it. I like bought it and then like left Best Buy and then turned around and drove back. <laughs> and it. You're just like no. Well, originally I was buying it because um, I tried using Tyler's Gamer Club Unlocked mm-hmm. to get the discount, but there wasn't a discount on that one for some uh, reason. Because it's technically an accessory. Well, like other no, games but it comes with, with the game. Had, like, did it work on um, the it on, like, rock stuff? Band and stuff? Yeah, it works on Amiibos. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, but like I like went to buy it, and then like they charged me full price for it, and I was like, I like left, and I was like, well, I don't want to pay full price for this. I would have paid it to get it for like eighteen bucks off, but yeah, not full price. So I returned it, and I'll see if I can get it cheaper somewhere else later down the road. I'm probably sure. not though. I'm sure you'll be able to. I, I, I doubt it. It was sold out everywhere. Huh. The reason I ended up buying it is because I walked into Best Buy and I'm like, oh wow, they actually have it here. Hmm. But it was sold out on Amazon. It was sold out like on every store. You could buy it on the Best Buy website, but you could buy it like in the store. Huh. I mean, that's how Labo was when the first time it came out, and now Labos are going for like ten dollars everywhere. Yeah, but I'm not sure if this is going to be that or if this is going to be like Wii Fit. You know? Yeah, true. This, really might, this a... might be like the big exercise thing that everyone's mom wants. Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, all right, did I miss anything in the lightning round? Not lightning round for this week. Nope. All right. Well, that will do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know which game you're saddest about being delayed, uh, what you thought of the new Call of Duty if you played it. If you are in John's camp of Outer Worlds is just a game from a long time ago. Do you or... want to be the head of 343 Studios because yeah. <laughs> they're looking for somebody? Yeah, do you have a resume that lets you be the head of 343 Studios? Uh, let us know. Let us know for some reason on Facebook and Twitter uh, at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Joe, put my stuff back. No. I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs>